0: What's going on everybody? Daryl Frater, the Club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story Podcast brought to you by the Club App, the number one streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today we have my brother DJ Hollywood. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from?
1: What up, what up, what up, man? It's DJ Hollywood. Don't forget the eight, man. Uh born in Brooklyn, New York, but uh, you know, I came to school out in Albany, New York and decided to, you know, start my DJ career shortly after that
0: awesome man super excited to have you on the show i really appreciate your flexibility because you are the one of the only people that i had to reschedule (laughs) and then change again twice Uh, so i appreciate your professionalism i appreciate your flexibility and for being here so this is the my dj story podcast and we want to hear your story and your journey as a dj so walk us through the beginning you know what sparked your interest to become a dj and tell us about your journey leading from there
1: yeah i appreciate that man it's uh it's actually a, it, it is a funny story but um basically i have a friend uh one of my best friends his name is swift music and uh he is a uh a rapper and uh you know us growing up the you know best friend growing up um i always seen him rap you know the the kid in the basement type thing you know tracking his own music you know freestyle and all that stuff and uh i always wanted to find a way to support him and i couldn't, I couldn't just really figure it out and then um what happened was I went away to school and we kind of like separated, but he was still doing his music and I was still, you know, promoted and, you know, to the people upstate New York and stuff like that. And uh, I ended up graduating from Hudson Valley and then going to UAlbany and then I got an opportunity at UAlbany to be on their radio station. And uh, the radio station's uh alternative radio station. So it's, you can't even, uh, you can't play top 40. So I had to play complete opposite of top 40. So I was like, well, if I could play top 40 and I could play Curses, because I was in Safe Harbor, um, I was like, well, I might as well play the homies music. And uh, it kind of stemmed from there where I play I started playing his music more and more promoting it. And then people started hitting me up, like, hey, like, can you play my song? And then people started hitting me up with songs in advance before, like a week before it dropped. And uh it just caught it just caught wind. And then I thought I was like, yo, if I I might as well like be in the mix, you know, and I ran into a DJ organization at UAlbany called Crossfade. Um and the organization was basically a booking agency basically to get you gigs and to teach you how to DJ. So um that's kind of where it all stemmed from. And you know, from there I just invested in my own equipment. It was just like, all right, well, you know, I can make money from this, you know, but it's all on how much I put in it's how much you get out type thing. So um yeah, from there I just, you know, bought a little board, started spinning on the airwaves, then from there started doing interviews and then the rest is history type thing.
0: Nice man that's super exciting. It seemed like you just saw an opportunity to break in and you did it, invested into yourself and saw opportunities to make yourself you know enter the market. You know I think that you have an important journey the way that you said that you were able to put people on and use it to give other people exposure. I think that's a super important role that DJs play and I'm glad that you identified that as the way to break in and you're able to build success out of it man. Uh, I would love to hear you know after you had that initial introduction and you know really started to get your feet wet in the industry, where did it go from there?
1: so what happened was uh now i started doing a whole bunch of uh so for me getting all these artists to send me the songs i was like well let me try to get them in in studio because they're local so I ended up doing a whole bunch of interviews from probably 2018 to in the year of 2018 alone i did over 100 interviews and then i was like well if i could get all these people in studio i was like well let me try to get them to perform and you know the, the basically like the weekend that i graduated from you uh class of 2018 that like two days later, I threw my first showcase um at Fusebox it's up for sale. Now it's crazy. I'm trying to buy it, but you know see investors poked me. But uh yeah, so you know, uh do my first show at a uh, FuseBox, and um then I was just like, yo, this is uh it was a, a success. You know, I brought artists from like white plains, I brought artists from out of the city into the city, you know, along with artists from in the city. And uh the feedback was crazy. So from 2018 to 2020 uh i threw 13 independent artist showcases and they they were all literally like and and it's not even me like braggadocious but they were literally all super successful artists got good feedback from the crowd um networking with amongst other artists you know more songs came from uh you know people being at the performances and collabs you know post-performance which was crazy but from there i realized like well you know, and I could throw shows for artists, but what can I, what else can I do for them from there? You know, like, especially with upcoming artists, I was like, well, I can't, I can't pay all of you guys, but I was like, well, let me find something to give you guys. And what I would do is like, I would kinda uh, do like a media day and do like a pre photo shoot. And then I did the radio as well. So it'd be like, yo, come on air, do a radio interview with me. Um, and just kind of trying to just give them as much leverage as possible. And uh, from there, that's kind of where the new business stem, which is, uh, it's more than music entertainment where Um, I just realized a bunch of artists just lacked a lot of guidance, you know, minimal guidance, like in how to hold the mic in, you know, knowing that, yo, you need to not jump up and turn up on song one when you got three more songs to perform. And, uh, you know, just like I said, I just using the platform to kind of just help other people while, you know, building my own platform as well.
0: Wow, man. I really like the way you think, you know, one thing you said in the, in the intro, you said you have to figure out what you can do for them. Mm-hmm. And that stands out a lot because I just thought of myself when I heard that, you know, what you are doing for the artists, the same thing that I'm doing for DJs. I don't have millions of million dollars yet to just give out the Facts. DJs. <laughs> so what I do is, hey, I can create platforms like my app, the club, like this podcast, mm-hmm. the My DJ Story podcast, to give <laughs> DJs exposure that can help them build their brand and make more money. Exactly. And By doing that you really are able to play an important role in the industry where it's going to benefit you as well because you have a bigger network and more opportunities are able to come to you because you've did the work to build those relationships so you're doing all the right things man i think you have a super sharp mind and you're really killing it in regards to the impact you're having in the community you're trying to serve and that's what really it's all about
1: thank you man i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah uh you know even it's funny enough because like there's no other entrepreneurs or djs in my family so like I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, uh, you know, the, the man above, you know, you do those things, you know, things will kind of like, uh, you know, manifest itself and kind of just go into fruition. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. thousand percent.
0: Hey man, brother, you know me, I'm a believer and I speak about it very boldly here on the podcast. So appreciate you sharing your faith. And I think that it's super important for people to have faith because it's not easy to be a DJ. There's a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. So what the we're going to do. The entertainment
1: industry, yeah, it's, it's, the entertainment industry in itself is very very rough and you gotta have tough skin
0: so yeah yeah man so what we're gonna do we're gonna jump into a quick commercial break but when we come back we're gonna dive deeper into some of those ups and downs within your journey okay
1: let's do it
0: and we're back with the my dj story podcast i'm here with my brother dj hollywood he's telling an amazing story of his journey as a dj so brother like we said before we left djing has a lot of ups and downs so there's a lot of things that people get into in DJing, but then they don't end up making it very far because of these down periods. So talk to me about some of the things that you struggled through within your journey and how you were able to get your way out of it um, so what way you can share your story so other people can hear from it and kind of learn from the things that you did to get out of those tough spots.
1: Um I would say a lot of it is knowing like it's simplistically like knowing your equipment, you know, knowing what you're buying and knowing how to utilize it, you know. Um, among that, I would say the consistency of building your brand, you know, um, I started off, you know, I literally, I'm five years into this, you know, and I've been upstate New York for 10 years. So five years prior to me starting a DJ, I was just uh, a, a, basically like a party promo a party promoter, like a party attendee, you know, I was never put in a, like on the stage spotlight, you know, I would just dance at parties and stuff like that. Just because I'm Jamaican, so it's just naturally in my blood to just go out and pop out and, you know, just bust a move, you know, and I'm from Brooklyn. So, you know, we we get active out in Brooklyn, you know, so uh, it was it, it, shifting over from, no, I'm not I'm not Mario anymore. I'm, I'm I'm DJ Hollywood. You know, a lot of people didn't take me serious. A lot of people didn't take me serious. And I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, uh, Cause just the, in the entertainment industry, a lot of people come and go, you know, like, Oh, I'm a rapper. Okay. Sure. Oh, now you're a photographer. Oh, now you're moving. Okay. Like now you're not doing anything at all. You know, now you're in retail. It's like, and I get it, you know, cause like I said, it's a, it's a tough industry to, to really, you know, survive in and keep striving, even though you don't see not even progress, but feedback more. So, you know, um, cause every day you should progress. You know, if you download a new song and you practice, you made progress, but the feedback, you know, if if you post something and you don't get feedback, are you still gonna keep doing it? You know? And uh that's that's the biggest thing I feel like a lot of people in the entertainment industry lack is uh, the consistency and uh, the internal the internal uh motivation to, to wanna get stuff done.
0: Wow, brother. You know, as you talk more and more, I see how much <laughs> we are connected. I'm, I'm also Jamaican as well. Uh so uh, big shout out to man. <laughs> yeah, you're done, no. know. you're done no. Appreciate it, man. And I think that you said a great thing, man. It's all about persistency, consistency, and being able to have that drive to keep going because it's not easy. Like I said, a lot of people start and try to be DJs, but not many people actually make it and succeed, man. And I know that you're well on your way to succeed very much in this industry. So talk to me about some of the future goals you have for your brand and 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 your DJ career.
1: Yeah, so um two two like big big things that I'm like really focused on right now is uh my my first business that I started off is it's more the music entertainment. So it's basically I'm still deciding how I want to form it. it. Either it's going to be a management uh management situation or a like a talent agency situation. Um still doing the the, the learning myself on how I want to form it. Um well, the, the talent is definitely there so i i definitely want to help other artists like i said my, my my bro my day one swift music um and just getting artists to also understand that there's there's multiple ways of getting money in the in the music industry like there's people like nba young boys made millions and didn't perform on a stage in years you know, not years but like maybe like a year or two and uh A lot of artists just don't think of the multiple different paths you know and i feel like that's what makes people give up as well because they just think oh well i'm not getting streams and it's like well have you ever tried to be a voiceover person or have you ever tried to get your song synced in a commercial or something like that you know uh, with a sports team um and you know just just helping artists with just understanding the music business and you know not that it's not the business of music but literally the the music business you know and um, beyond that, uh, I, I started a, a, another organization called Next Gen Sounds, which uh, it's basically teaching the youth um, how to DJ and how to produce and like podcasts and stuff like that. Because, um, you know, where we at now, like a kid, a, a seven-year-old would know the lyrics to Cardi B Watt, but don't know how to tie their laces, feel me? And I, I speak that from personal experience, feel me? And uh, it's, it's, I've realized that music is definitely the way that's happened with the youth. And, um, you know, just DJing is also just a super cool experience that a lot of people don't get to experience, you know, um, even knowing how to podcast. A lot of kids, know they, kids these days are very opinionative, feel me? So uh, giving them a mic and being like, hey, you love, I'll show you how to press record and then I'll show you how to upload this. And you, if your parents agree, you could probably make money from this, feel me? And uh, you know, just letting kids know, even today, you know, the resources is unlimited. So, um, just that's that's kind of what the business is about. But it's also for adults as well because adults obviously want to pick up a hobby or you know, pick up a new source of income. So, yeah, it's more the music is the the forefront of everything. That's the umbrella business, and then Next Gen Sounds is another uh, you know um, sub sub uh, under the umbrella. And uh, I actually got an event coming up. It's a producer showcase. And networking event it's called uh, do your thing in the ring. <laughs> Cause I have access to a, a boxing ring. So that's gonna be the stage. Um, just to put a little play on words and uh, you know, it's gonna be like a producer showcase, not even a battle. Uh, I don't like to, you know, have people compete against each other because you shouldn't be competing against yourself, type thing, you know. Um it's the friendly competition is good, but you know, when the ego gets involved and competition is put in place, feelings feelings get hurt, from me, So yeah, uh, you know, that's the next event and from there, you know, back to, you know, outside is opening up, so back to showcases and, you know, trying to get the artists and the producers I work with, you know, just around the world more and back to traveling and, you know, just back to the rugby scheduled program type thing, you know, expanding the brand and taking things worldwide.
0: Wow, man. You're super impressive. You got a lot of things in the works and you have a lot of talents and a great heart. So congrats to you on all your success and everything that you're doing for the youth, for DJs, for everyone in this entertainment space. Um, I think more people like you need to exist. And I'm glad that you're mentoring people to help more people like you to exist in this world. So thank you for what you're doing. I think it's super important. I think that you're going to see a lot of benefits for yourself personally for doing such great work.
1: Yes, yeah, so I appreciate that, man. And like I said, man, just moving in passion and purpose. And you know, I, I feel like at this point, you know, I'm, it's just doing what 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 feels right. And then from there, for me, everything else would you know come to come about.
0: Awesome, man. You know, one thing we like to talk about here on the My DJ Story podcast is brand. So your name is DJ Hollywood with an eight. Mm-hmm. So exactly. tell me a little bit about how you got that name and what that branding. Was uh, like.
1: So uh I mean the branding means everything to me. Uh I just actually got a residency DJing at Cafe Hollywood, ironically, and like people were like, Oh my god, Hollywood at Hollywood and they go crazy for it. But uh the name the the story behind the name is um in high school I played football and uh we you know, like I like I said, we was back in Brooklyn so it was like the get light era and stuff like that. So like everybody would come up with like a like a, a name for each other. And uh when I played football I was like super flashy and like, you know, like with the jukes and stuff and then my coach, ironically, he he came. They came up with like just like a a, a funny like you know uh, nickname. They were like, "Yo, call me Twinkle Toes," because I would just always like juke and never like run, run, you know. So they were like, "Come on, Twinkle Toes." And then from there, the name Hollywood came about uh, just from like the dancing and stuff like that. And uh, then I had to make an Instagram. And literally in 2010, I remember that I had to make an Instagram coming out of uh, high school, and I was like, "Dang, what what should my name be?" And I was like, "Ah, let me put Hollywood." And I was like, "Well, everybody's gonna be Hollywood," so I was like, "Oh." Uh, I remember I had the football number. I wore the number eight in football. So I was like, hmm. I was like, let me put the eight instead of the two O's. And then I just had it as Hollywood for probably about five years, like I said. And then uh, probably like 2016 or so, I, I searched. I was like, hmm, is there a DJ Hollywood with the eight? And then I realized there wasn't. And I was like, yeah, well, it's it's a wrap from there." And I switched everything. I made the Facebook. I made Twitter. Dah, dah, dah. I made everything. And uh, ironically enough, you know, the sim- the symbolism in it. Uh, I lived in I lived on East Thirty Eight when I when I grew up. Uh, uh, I'm in the the five one eight now. Uh, Brooklyn's area code is the seven one eight, uh, and it's just it's just funny how you know it's, it just all you know just plays out within, within itself. But uh, yeah, you know, just trying to be different. You know, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm big into being your unique self, and um, I, I haven't I haven't seen another DJ Hollywood with, with the eight yet. So you know, there it is.
0: Nice, man. And you did an awesome job with your branding. I love the story behind it. And even with your mic right there, you have your branding on your mic, which shows just how much you put into your branding and the, the, the professionalism and just how serious you take your brand. So... You're an example, man, of someone that's really working on all angles, and that's what it takes to be successful. It's not one thing that people do that makes them successful. It's the combination of all the little things that they do that builds their brand, their skill set, and everything revolving their career as a DJ that allows them to lead to success. And you're doing them all tremendously well. So just keep at it, right. brother. I'm super excited to continue to watch you on your journey. You know, I would love to hear what are some things that DJ should be focused on right now to better their self in their career
1: uh practice 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 man practice your your you know keep collecting songs but also know when to you know dive into the classics and dive into because you know a lot of a lot of music right now is sampled so even if you know take some time you hear a dope you hear a dope song find out you know where did it come from and try to blend those two songs together or something like that you know but uh for for a year out of the five Years, I literally lock myself in the studio that I'm in right now. I lock myself in the studio and practice, 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 you know, uh, um, well, well how I'd say it, if you, if you're DJ for a crowd, right? If you, if you're picking, if you're picking song to song and it sounds good, but the biggest thing is like blending from song to song, you know, even if you pick a bad song and you blend up song bad, people will still appreciate the fact that it wasn't cringy to the air, you know? So the biggest thing i say would just practicing uh, your craft first and then you can build a brand later for me because you practice the craft, the brand will build itself. So practice, practice, practice. AI voice.
0: Ah, that was a great, great (laughs) man. Dropping gems, brother. This is super great important (laughs) information. Some people think that, you know, just promotion and putting yourself out there as much as possible. That's how you build your brand. But no, being good speaks for itself. And you're able to continue to just show people with your skill and your talent in addition to the marketing you will be able to build a name for yourself and dj hollywood is definitely building a name for himself tell me a little bit about you know djs play different lanes you know some are club djs some are party djs some are you know wedding djs some are you know just concerts and and work with <laughs> yeah. artists where do you play and what's your lane and your specialty for djing
1: um i'd say so i i, I would say like i can't i I can't be boxed in Feel me. Like if, if, if it's music, I'm, I'll get the job done Feel me. Um, I just did my first like bar mitzvah, you know, like, and from there, I've done a 50th birthday party. I've done baby showers. I've performed in front of 400 people in a concert before, you know, and it's more so about being versatile. You know, that's another thing with DJs and being versatile, that's going to open up your, your market way more. And, um, me personally, I, I like DJing hip hop specifically like the classics for me like 90s into like 2000s um but i also love club music like i love upbeat music um pun intended i just started working for a dj company called upbeat occasions and they do weddings you know weddings is like they're the forte and uh even just stepping into like the wedding market where the the price the the, the bag is here but also the pressure is here on top of the bag you know because that's people's special day so you don't wanna, you know, mess that up for anybody. And like I said, that's that's your brand uh attached to that. So um yeah, man, I just say like be versatile and you don't have to be a master at every genre, but you should if somebody says, Hey, do you have Fleetwood Mac, you know, or Bob Marley or something like that, you should still have it in your arsenal to be able to pull it out or be kind of familiar with the music to know like where that vibe is gonna go next.
0: And great advice brother i think that you're doing an awesome job and continue doing the great work that you're doing in all the different areas of music and djing that you're performing in you know at this time we're going to jump into the lightning round are you ready to go
1: let's do it let's do it
0: describe your dj setup hardware and software
1: uh hardware i have a ddj sx3 um four channels for me job wheels digital uh, I use virtual DJ. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, kind of throw shade to virtual DJ versus a Serato or maybe even a Tractor. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's to get the job done, you know? And, uh, people don't know what program you're using. They just hear the sound and the songs coming out the speakers type thing.
0: Who's your favorite DJ?
1: Ooh, I'm going to go with my guy, DJ Puffy, man. DJ Puffy out of Barbados, man, Red Bull champion.
0: What has been your favorite party or event you've dj at, and what made it special?
1: Ooh, that's tough. I would say, I'll, I'll give you the cliche answer and say they all are, they all were important to me. But um, there was a couple shows that, um, that's rough, that's rough. I would say my, my, realistically speaking, personally, it would be shows like my showcase that I've thrown and artists just getting the dope feedback from the shows. But um, like I've performed, like I said, I've performed in front of, I've opened up for like Token, he's a, a, a signed artist from Massachusetts and performed in front of 400, 500 people, you know, and just getting that feedback from everyone in real time is just a surreal moment. So um, I'd say between, it's, it's a, it's a juggle between uh, like a concert uh, or probably like one of my showcases where it's something that I put together myself you know, with my team and, you know, just seeing it, you know, come into manifestation.
0: Name some great places to party in your city.
1: Ooh, it's very scarce out here right now. I can't even lie. Um, but in Albany, New York, a great place to party would be, I would just, I would say Cafe Hollywood. I'm gonna I'm keep it slightly on brand, but give it the truthful answer as well for me. Cafe Hollywood's where it's, where it's at for me. I'm there on Saturday, so pop out if you're in the city of Albany.
0: What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs?
1: Um, hmm. I would say making it more interactive somehow, some way where um, like, yeah, you got comments and stuff, but like something more interactive for the people. Cause like the DJs can, um, you know, it just gets to a point where like with DJing, it's like, I know people aren't in front of me. So like, how can I make it feel as real as possible? You know, and I even, when I was started streaming, you know, that was kind of like the the thing where it's like uh, you dropping flames in the comments, but like I don't I don't really feel it as much, you know. So just stuff like that, and also not getting cut off live stream as well. so that's that's a, the obvious why a lot of DJs stop streaming because Facebook and Instagram were just you know clipping the live. So yeah, between those two.
0: And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories you like to hear on this podcast as well.
1: Ooh, um, shout out to my guy, I'm gonna go with my guy TGIF, man, super dope DJ from out here, you know, one of the people that, uh, you know, me respecting the craft and seeing how much they respected the craft, I was like, all right, well, you know, let me, you know, either try to tap in or take some notes, feel me, um, yeah, TGIF, uh, my guy, DJ Ketchup, another DJ from out here in the 508, that's dope, um, who's another, DJ, uh DJ DeCasso, that's Tokens DJ. You know, I met him once. He's also from Brooklyn, but I met him once and it was it was all love since then. Um, and one more person, I would say my uh my roommate, his name is DJ Genius. Uh he's at he was actually the president of the DJ organization, um CrossFade. And uh he kind of showed me the ropes. So, you know, that's another dope DJ. So between those four, you know, they definitely um you know, take the craft serious and, you know, do it for the culture.
0: Awesome, man. We look forward to hearing their stories one day on the show and any DJ wants to be on the show can do so at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events?
1: Yes, sir. So yeah, you could catch me at Cafe Hollywood on Saturdays, you know, it's wedding season. So it's a little rough for me to, you know, to, to, to you know, go to bar scene over the, the, the wedding scene. But uh yeah, you could tap with me on Instagram. Or just social media anywhere, YouTube anywhere. So it's DJ H O L L Y W 8 D. So that's DJ Hollywood W 8 D. All right. So DJ Hollywood. Don't forget the eight.
0: Awesome man. This has been an amazing interview, my brother, Jamaican brother. Yeah ma, man. Yeah man.
1: Boop boop. Big up yourself.
0: Excited to have <laughs> you here on the show. You dropped a lot of great gems, and we look forward to working with you and continue to support you. And we look forward to seeing you in the club.
1: I appreciate you, man. And listen, keep doing your thing, man. This is a super, super dope app, man. And listen, we're here to make history, man. So let's 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 spread some more black excellence in the world.
0: Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the Club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story Podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the club.